Hey, sister. Hey, sister. Welcome, listeners, to the Sunflower Society podcast, where we are helping you maximize your gifts and talents and your day-to-day activities to have an impact in the world. Let's get ready to go. Hey, sister. Hey, sister. Welcome, listeners. We are here for another episode of the Sunflower Society podcast. I'm Justine Gonzalez, one of your hostesses. I'm Kara Gonzalez Howard. Excuse me. Pardon us. We're drinking beer and eating cheeses. No. So. Okay, I'm not drinking beer. Correction. This is Justine. Uh. <laughs> Justine here. Um, I am drinking a hard pear cider that's gluten-free, um, vegan, and no sugar added because I really can't handle a lot of alcohol like that anymore. Um, I think we're getting older. Yeah. That's, that's, it's like it a, just doesn't really agree with my maybe body. Maybe a two, a two-beer limit. For this old girl. I'm I'm about a three quarters of a beer limit, honestly. Yeah. Just yeah. because I, I've never really been a big beer drinker, but what are you sipping on? Oh, you know, some Miller Highlight Life. Yeah, mine sounds really bougie, but actually my No 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 no. Miller oh. High Life Light. I said that Highlight Highlight Life? Hi- highlight <laughs> Did you say highlight, highlight life? life? Like you're highlighting highlight. <laughs> <laughs> I like light. I actually, this is a purchase from from my brosis-in-law, Kara's husband. <laughs> so he went all bougie with this, and I actually really like it, um, the hard cider. So if you haven't tried Ace Perry Craft <coughs> Cider, it's really, really good, and it has no sugar added, vegan and gluten-free. Okay. That should be a sponsorship. They should, like, give us a sponsorship, but okay. No. Um but welcome. We are doing a special episode where it is just for our podcast subscribers. We're so grateful. If you haven't yet, um, or if this is your first time listening, be sure to hit the subscribe button. We do also have a YouTube channel, Spiritually Strategic Co. That is our company together. Um, the Gonzalez Sisters, you can find us there. We are slowly but surely building our YouTube following. Super exciting. Over 300 views on our last video, our last podcast episode. Hey, we got as many as most small churches. So Um, so that is, that's great. And we love for you all to see all of our emotions and facial expressions. However, we like many, many other people, including you listeners, like you probably have felt may April, like, first of all, 2021 is flying by. And secondly, there's been so much expansion. I'm seeing so many people experience transformations in their life, awakenings, expansion, so many positive things. But as you know, the yin and the yang, the ebb and the flow, the mountains and valleys, sometimes there's some some really hard stuff too, or some intense things. And um, Kara and I, you know, if you're a praying person or you just want to send good vibes our way, um, our, our, we do have a relative, you know, there's some health issues going on and just some other things that even though there's been some incredible happenings in both of our lives um, and for so many others of you listening, just know and be sensitive. You know, when we encounter other people, even as happy as they might seem or they're joyful, they're a person too. Um, including celebrities, including public politicians, like all yeah. those things. So public figures rather. Um, so anyways, 
just wanted to preface that we wanted to come on, do a lighthearted episode, and also show a little love to just our podcast subscribers because it all started with you all. So thank you. Um, and then if you if you're just dying to see some of the faces, go watch some of our YouTube videos. <laughs> but we'll be back. Our next episode um, will be definitely be on YouTube. But wanted to step back. So if you hear us, um, we definitely have some some snacks and some things that we're uh, munching on over here. <laughs> so anyway, anyways, it's our whole entire episode is likely to be petty. So. We also, I don't, I don't know. Do you have anything for Go Sage Yourself or Petty Parlor in particular before we just jump into some questions that have been on our minds and banter? We're just really here to have yeah. some fun. I mean, I guess Go Sage Yourself. <clears throat> I got pulled over today. Uh, mm. I haven't told my husband yet, but I'll pass, I'll pass the police officer my Sage because he was he was decent to me and he was nice to me and it was fine. Um, it was a speed trap, I have to say, but I was there. He was, um, he was very kind. Yeah. So I'm passing the stage to the officer. Thanks. Wilkinville police department. (laughs) (laughs) We don't, we don't have a real in-depth go stage yourself. And because we are just coming on to have some fun, um, we really don't have a definite go save yourself or petty parlor this episode. Um, we're just going to be petty pretty much the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> we don't want to think that we don't want to get that deep today. Yeah. Sometimes you just got to decompress. You guys will likely hear us talking about spirituality, um, growth, expansion, personal development, all the things. But at the end of the day, we also are, just two big goonies too That's in a lot true. of ways. So we we're we're people. <laughs> people, people, people who like very immature senses of humor. People. You know. <laughs> okay, Barbara. Okay. <laughs> and see. Um, all right, I'm pulling up some questions because I really just want to kick off. You know, I love to ask people questions. I am fascinated by studying people. And oh, there it goes. Um, so I, this is a this is a really curious question I do have. And we grew up going to our great grandparents' house a lot. Mm-hmm. They always had a big garden, and. Um, they had a whole area in their basement where they would keep all of their canned goods. Mm -hmm. But one of the questions (laughs) I wrote down was how do you think previous generations discovered things like pickling? (laughs) (laughs) I'm serious. It's a real question. Like who decided, yeah, if I put this together and then I put it in a jar and let it sit for six in months. Vinegar, in vinegar. The worst smelling thing that the there is. The worst smelling thing. Yeah. Yeah, let's pickle. Yummy. Who? I don't like, know. Who, how do you think somebody discovered that and why? I think. Well, preservation. Okay, so I think somebody probably accidentally was like making a salad, right? And they... Probably, I don't know how long, like, what is vinegar? <laughs> Did you say they were accidentally making a salad? 
Well, okay. <laughs> no, they made the salad on purpose, and maybe oh. they accidentally left they were making it. making dressing? Yeah, like a dressing for a salad. But I always – okay, so to your point, I always wonder how people found out certain things were edible, like a potato. You know what I mean? Like, Well, there's a lot of death. Right. If you think about it, like if you were living in native people's quote-unquote caveman time, like way, way, way back. Like how do you know the berry that is – Correct. Yeah. Like everything you did on land. It was a risk. It was a risk, life or death. Wow. Because if I went and touched this plant and then further, how did people, I just smacked her arm. Sorry. Maybe you guys heard, wait, do you hear this? <laughs> we used to really get into smack fights when we were growing up. Um, so how did, like every journey you ever made outside of your little area it was a gamble. Like, you didn't know if that person, if you were ever going to see him again. Yeah. And on top of it, th- this is why I slapped you. Like, who, <laughs> who decided, oh, this leaf. Yeah. Let me light it and smoke it. Yes. Like with tobacco leaves yeah, or anything. anything. Peyote. Yeah. Like every, like, who, who, I mean, there had to be so much death. There was. Everybody yeah. died before the age of 30. Oh, oh my. my gosh. No, I feel like, you know, you know, kimchi, right? Kimchi. Yeah. Kimchi okay. is not the Listeners, person. it's not a person's name. Kimchi is a delightful fermented cabbage that's. That's originated in Korea. Yes. So. It's great for your gut health. Kimchi, the way they make it, as I understand it, is they put cabbage and radishes and some chopped up like green onions and things like that into a crock and they put like some like salt and vinegar and peppers and stuff like that all in there and then they stuff it down they bury it underground for a good long time it's a process and fermentation yeah and it's it's really delicious but like how do you arrive how do you arrive at that? They had, I mean, I know they had to like, like cold, uh, what were they called? Cold cellars where they would dig like a basement basically in the dirt. Yeah. 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 And it would keep things cool-ish. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's a, it's like the it's etymology question, of food right? is really mm-hmm. like interesting. Yeah. And what are, what, what are the reasons that we don't make more use out of some stuff that like like like, tree bark for instance or grass like technically there are animals that eat grass so technically like maybe we we maybe grass well i don't know we eat stuff that eats grass exactly that's what i'm talking about like pasture fed animals i mean do you want to sample some i have some if you want i'm I'm sure i i i actually know (laughs) i did when i was a kid but you did yeah what did it taste like grass it was fine I mean, <laughs> like how is that any different though than eating sprouts like that's what i mean as You're far right. as flavor did it taste like a sprout you it's just earthy you know those I little mean, yellow blades they're right by do you know those flowers. little yellow flowers um i mean there's a lot of yellow flowers when we think. were little i oh, we had a neighbor yeah, yeah, girl yeah. that yeah. told me to eat a few of those they, she said they taste like watermelon did you I ate them. They didn't taste like watermelon at all. She just wanted you to eat them. I guess. I didn't I didn't have any bad effects. What neighbor that. girl? 
Uh, I think her name was Jill. When we were little, little? Yeah. The one that lived across the street. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I think she was Jill trying to kill Jill was me. a hater. <laughs> um, no. <laughs> okay. Well, that was just a wondering I had. And listeners, send us a voice memo. Like, like, like DM if you have us a random if you actually question have some... If, like this? Well, I was asking if oh. you, like I was saying, if you had any information about what we're talking about, please oh. give us the details yeah. if you're like a researcher or whatever. Yeah. I'm very into like, I love like old recipes and stuff, obviously. But yeah, prior to the world of recipes where you actually have multiple ingredients, it is really interesting to think about like how how they decided what was edible and not edible. Yeah. And like how, yeah. like, have you ever had yuca before? Oh, it's delicious. It's Yuca fries are better than regular french oh, fries. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ten times. Oh. Every day, if you gave me a choice, I'd go with yuca fries. But my God, have you ever tried to cut a yuca root? Uh, I think at some point, but not regularly. It's insane. It's, yeah. It's insanely difficult. I feel like you have to have a machete because I have pretty sharp kitchen knives. Yeah. And like I got some yucca a few weeks ago, tried to peel the outside because the outside is literally like mm-hmm, bark. Mm-hmm. It's like eating a branch. And then you have, I couldn't do it. Like I had to throw it out. I couldn't figure it out. Oh, I've had it prepared for me uh, and it was delicious. But, but yeah, but how do you like go up to a tree and be like, oh, wow. Right. Like I'm right. going to try it. Is it desperate times, desperate measure, or is it just like I don't know? God imparted that wisdom I mean, to Adam and Eve. That's <laughs> why I asked the question. That's I don't a great know. Question. So, on that same vein, I had another question. What do you think our era will be known for? For example, you have the Stone Ages, the Industrial Revolution. Like, what do you think that our era will be known for? Oh Lord. Being ridiculous. I mean, I'm really thinking about we're this. really like we're really like sliding back a little bit right now. I feel back to what? I don't know. I feel like we're regressing like the level to which we hold ourselves accountable to getting like educated and stuff like that. Like it's just becoming for certain groups of people, it's becoming either like not important or like condemned to like evolve evolve yeah Mm. so like i'm not sure i feel i've heard people saying recently like the roaring 20s after the flu spanish flu of 1918 like we're going to experience similar things with the arts yeah nicole byer said yeah if you haven't listened listeners kara and i both love nicole byer she's the hostess of nailed it and has been in a lot of things, but she also, she came out with a podcast, I don't know, probably five, six months ago, mm-hmm. but it's called Why Won't You Date Me? It is really funny. It's really funny. Really funny. Anyways, shout out to Nicole Byer. We love you. Um, but that was just another question I had. I mean, I, I obviously think the age of technology. Yeah. I mean, that's like the obvious. I think we're so in it right now. It's hard to like... I can look back at like the early 2000s and the 90s and stuff and be like, oh, yeah, like this is this is what was going on during that time. But like now when we're in the thick of things and it, when we're in such a weird transitional time, I I don't know. 
I feel like I feel like humanity itself hasn't really advanced much from the early eighties. But like our technology, technology has advanced exponentially. Yeah. But as scary. humans, it's like we, I think a lot of mentalities, especially in the United States, are still kind of stuck in the early 80s, if you think about it. I love that for us, but. Um, I don't love it from a systemic racism standpoint. No, but, I mean, obviously, but there was, that was the brink of when you think about Wall Street and people really getting deep into capitalism that's why I think like those mindsets, I think what 40 years later, I, I feel like humanity has not evolved at the same rate as actual technology. Right. I love it for us in the fact that we're, I think we're trying to buck the system in a lot of ways. Like Mm -hmm. I don't have any huge desire to keep advancing our technology. Like, I feel like that's a little bit scary for me to think about. Um, Just the whole, like... AI? AI, yeah. Where actually our technology could hypothetically become smarter than we are. I already think there are other planets and life forms that are smarter than us. Yeah. I, I don't... I don't... I don't have any reason to say I think there are, but I don't think there are not. And a few of you will probably turn this off now. Um, I mean, I'm just but, saying that's that another, but that's another you question. Have to, like, you have to be a... Um, I'm trying not to be condemning like you no, can No, no, no. <laughs> no, I'm trying not to be like... Like, I know... I don't know it all. So, like, why... Well, how Nobody does. No, but everybody seems like they do or says like they do. But it's like at a certain point, I can't. If I can't like prove something is not true, then I'm just gonna say I don't know. Maybe well, then exists. answer answer that question. What's do that? Do you think? Because I just threw it out there. Do I believe other in life elf? forms, other life forms, or other planets? I really don't think. I think God is so big slash however you refer to the higher powers, source, greater power, creator. Holy Father, whatever, I mean, however, right, you see that greater power, the universe. I think it's so expansive, be, it's so expansive beyond what our minds can comprehend. Yeah. And I, so, I and that. then you also have evidences. Again, think, believe what you want, but we have evidences that well, the there has been has government op- yeah. suppression. They're openly talking about UFOs. Life forms and unidentified objects and all these strange things. I haven't really looked that much into, like, because the, they are, like. Well, I've they, gone down a rabbit hole. I don't, I am afraid to go down a rabbit hole because I think that's a lot how people get sucked into these conspiracy, conspiracy theories. So I don't want to, like. I don't want to get into any By of people, that. you mean me? No. <laughs> I mean, like, pe- like I don't want to. I don't know. I feel like it has to be more mainstream before I really dive into it a little bit. I don't know. But I'm just, I I don't think there aren't. I don't think there are. I don't think there aren't. I just don't know. You're not taking a stance. That's not a stance. You said, I don't think there are. And I don't think there are. It's, I don't know. It is. It's okay to say, I don't know. I think more people need to say, I don't know. Okay, I would agree with that. And I think that nobody for sure knows. Well, yeah, I I can't say that. Exactly. Because who knows? We just don't know anything. We don't know anything. (laughs) 
<laughs> but I really do think that there are a Listen, lot of other don't planets, worry. planets don't galaxies have, that we yeah. we haven't even touched the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. That's how expansive I think God is, is what I'm saying. I believe that. Okay. Yes. I, I concur. Now, does ALF exist? I don't know. And I don't not know. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> um, this was a... Uh, this was a would you have coffee with question that I, I, well, I asked Kara these two the other night, but I've been dying to ask it publicly on the podcast and also say, first of all, I love one, Mr. Thaddeus Scott, my partner in life. However, <laughs> he knows, we know each other's like who we think is good looking on yeah. TV. Yeah. Dun, dun. I mean, come on. I think if you're in a relationship and you can't acknowledge that other people are attractive. Even if you're not, like, like there's like, attractive people. I tell, I legit tell people, yeah. like even random people, like if they look great, I'll go, <gasps> You look so great. You are so beautiful. Yeah. Like, I mean, I tell people. Men, women. Yeah, whatever. exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Anyways, all that to say, <clears throat> there are two men in Hollywood who <laughs> stood out to me because I've been watching, I've been trying to watch comedy, right? Keep it light. Yeah. 2021 has. Keep it light. Keep it tight. Yeah. Has seemingly uh, continued to be a roller coaster. <laughs> um, so... Uh, but I found myself going, man, they have both been in Hollywood a long time. They both have this certain charisma about them. And my goodness, they are both silver foxes in my opinion. Oh, um, so the two that, that were coming to mind were Jeff Goldblum. Okay. And Ted Danson. Yeah. Okay. So they have a certain suave appeal like okay. i think that and because they're, they're both over 60 like you have to no, admit like I, they, they they still got it together. i'm a big jeff like jeff goldblum for whatever reason he he's is. the first older man that i've ever been attracted <gasps> to me too yes. i think it's because he reminds me of my husband a little bit like his not his personality you just ruined it but like, no <laughs> i'm just kidding but like his <laughs> His like stature and like the way he carries himself. And so what I love is that I like giant, like big, like tall men. (laughs) Sorry. Oh, giant, giant men. Well, okay. So (laughs) moving on. I'm, um, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but anyways, so in every role I see him in though, he also is, I feel like, He's not like slapstick funny, but low key, him just being his eccentric self, yeah, is hilarious. Yeah, in every role, I feel like not he does key, this high weird key. thing. It's high where key. he mumbles, yeah, and he'll be like, uh-huh. I think he is literally just being himself. That's him. Yes, yes. and I like want to have coffee with him. So, anyways, he was one, and Ted Danson. I mean, obviously, there's plenty of other silver foxes in Hollywood. Um, <sighs> Ted Danson, I I did watch, you know, I started watching Cheers in college, like late nights, you know, whatever. And I I I would have been okay with him throwing me on top of a bar. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I totally just spit out but my not, cheese okay, on my laptop. But let's craft like not Ted Danson now. 
I'm sorry. Like, I'm not trying to be, um, what is it, it called? Ages? I think he's over 70. Yeah. I think so. I like brown haired Ted Danson. Okay. That's okay. fair. Yeah. Now, I'm going to give you one more that just came to mind. Sam Malone, Ted Danson. Like, that's the only version of Ted Danson. I'm sorry. I, I Okay. I'll, I'll have to ask you a question after we're done this conversation. Let, just let me remember. I'm going to give you a third option. Okay. And then you have to choose the one that you okay. would have coffee with. Okay. So... The third one is Conan O'Brien. Of course. And he's I'm not, not a silver fox. He's a red fox. I'm not attracted but... to him. I and have one redhead that I'm attracted 50s? to in Who? Hollywood. Who? Can you guess? Ron Howard. No. He's, he's a... <laughs> That's also her father Not my father-in-law, Ron Howard. <laughs> Ron Howard, the screen, screenwriter. Opie? Yeah. Um, no. I'm, okay, I'm not wait, doing it for Wait, me. wait, wait. Don't tell me. Because there's really not. He's a comedian. Carrot Top. No. <laughs> oh, jeez. No. Blake Henderson. Uh, no. I, I, lo- I like, would want to go skateboarding with him. Yeah. But <laughs> I. To the beat. No, I'm yeah. not. That isn't my. Anders. Anders Holmberg. No, no. He's Our not a redhead. I mean, he is. He's like a, a Auburn. I, uh. Andrew Santino, a ginger. Yes. yes. What? He is. No! Oh, like, I think he looks like a Viking. He's very attractive. Oh, my. well, he's like, what, half Irish, half Italian? Santino. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. Wow. I'm actually in shock right now that you, really? you are really into a ginger. That's the only ginger. I'm sorry. No, no shade <laughs> to gingers. Yeah, we're not. We're not. I mean, there's plenty of attractive is people. Is it even like, world, is it okay to say ginger? Like if he we're calls not a himself a ginger, I have a little bit of red in my hair, so I I think I'm okay. Mm. Mm. Siri, can gin can non gingers call gingers? Gin- oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, Siri, I don't know. Okay, this we do actually have to know and. Full disclaimer, if we are offending anybody, that is not our intention. We're just having fun. Um, But really, if you do know, please, can you tell us if you are not a redhead, then is it okay to call someone a ginger or can only redheads say the term ginger? Like, I'm a ginger. Yeah. You know, if that's who you are. I'd love to Um, Yeah. I'm trying not to be offensive. I feel like anything you can be offensive with or it might be offensive to somebody. I try my best. I Well, you all tell us in the comments if you're offended and apologies in advance. If any of you who have beautiful ruby red locks, if we are not supposed to call you Ginger, we, we apologize. So please let us know in the comments. You know, leave and us a, a message. Please don't call us names. Okay. So this is <laughs> this is interesting, though, because I just... I can see why you're attracted to him. Absolutely. And I think he's good looking. Um, hey, interested, you know. Um, but we know you're listening. We're going to tag you. <laughs> no, we're not. I am. Oh. When I share this on Instagram, okay. Kara's at Glam Gourmet Home. Yeah. I'm at Spiritually Strategic. I will give him a shout out. Just say like these two I'm up gonna, and coming female comics. Yeah, I'm going to say rock your little really world. Wants- to date you no <laughs> no i no. won't really he's happily married andrew we're happy for you we're just cutting up um okay so 
Okay, so I wanted to Wait, ask you. So a how did it? How did it even oh. get to that conversation? Because you didn't tell me who you would choose out of Conan. Oh, Jeff Goldblum. I, oh, Jeff Goldblum or Ted Danson. Yeah. yeah, you'd choose Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, you would choose Conan. I a hundred percent. Looks wise, I'm actually in shock that we are totally on the same page and both think Jeff Goldblum is like the best looking over yeah. fifty man yeah. ever. Yeah. I'm kind of surprised by that, actually, that we both think we both have this like undying crush on him. Hey, Jeff Goldstein. <laughs> <laughs> um, but for for purposes of just loving him for years and years and loving his humor, legit, since I was like a teenager. You know my favorite. I watched him since I was like 14. You know my favorite. Um, it's, it's more of a guest appearance, but it was my favorite like performance of his is on Portlandia. When he's in, he is the shop owner for the knot store. I know. And but then he also shows up again in the one with the eco, with the eco uh, advocates. Advocacy oh, yeah. Group, and he dates uh, oh, the yeah, character. That's pretty funny. Yeah. No, I, that's also, anyways. Hey, listeners, I have to take a potty break. Can we, can we pause? Okay. Mm-hmm. Be right back. Okay, we're back. Oh, do you remember this from growing up and watching, I think it was Saturday morning cartoons? After these messages, we'll be right back. <laughs> wow. Take me back. Hey, uh, moms of teenage boys in the comments, can you leave me some... Um, some some inspiration because it feels like my toilet is getting clogged up by teenage boys like Ooh. every day. Yeesh. Is this going to get better or is this going to get worse? Uh-oh. Let me know in the comments okay. below. Okay. It's crazy though. I mean, their systems are at their peak, right? I mean, they're growing, they're hormones and I don't know. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a doctor either. Um, although God. I did see a really funny meme about once you have your PhD, which I am close to, um, that every time you put an appointment on the calendar as a PhD, you're, it's a doctor's appointment. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay. Um, so back to the, 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 the question, we solidified you'd go on a date with Jeff Goldblum. And ultimately, looks-wise, same, but... <clears throat> I would have to go with Conan for just the love of his comedy and hanging out. He with feels him. a little more easy to be around, <clears throat> probably. Because I feel like Ooh. I, w- I'm probably just as weird and awkward as Jeff Goldblum, and it would just be a catastrophe of conversation. I think. Hmm. I think I would like Conan would make it easier for me to have like to be comfortable. Oh, thank you for that. Do you hear the cough drops opening? Cool. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I um, Karen and I both have a little spring cough. I mean, I don't really. I just was. I've just been talking way too much and didn't drink water. But I know you've been recovering from a spring cold. Yeah, hopefully uh, I don't have any major hacking fits. But so far, so good. So, and you heard her. She cracked open that uh, Miller Miller. What is it? High life. High, high life. The whole life. The champagne of beers, actually. Milwaukee. I can't believe you've never had Miller. I've had Bud. 
I'm not a beer person. I've never have. What kind of like if you ever went to a party in college, mm-hmm. which I know you didn't, but I did. No, I'm just kidding. Mm-hmm. I know you did. What kind of beer? I went to this party one time. It was a stoplight party. Do you know what that means? No. If you were taken, you were a red shirt. If you were kind of dating around, you were yellow. And if you were available, you were green. Wow. I rocked that green. (laughs) And what happened? I actually met somebody and we went on a couple dates. Wow. Mm -hmm. But he knew very clear communication. I like that idea. I was available. Mm -hmm. Wow. Also, I was also twerking Lil John, but that's another story. Wait, but what about your contract? <laughs> I still was able to have housing. Okay, well, now we hook some people like, well, this should be interesting. <laughs> another story for another day about the very, very conservative college, uh, university, excuse me. I, I went to like, undergrad. I would really love to be in a situation to twerk again as a f- almost 40-year-old. You could do it anytime you want. I mean, what I do. You do. Mean? No, I do it, but I'm saying like, <laughs> Like, go to a... See, I can't... <laughs> I feel like this is you professional. Can't, no, you can't go to, like, a bar or um, a party and start twerking around Why? Here. Like, you just... Like, people just don't. It's not like that. You know what? Be I, an I individual. Need to go, For once in your life, yeah. be an individual. Yeah. And, I'm then, just and then what's going to happen? <laughs> and then they're going to be like... Oh, I did get wild at a wedding one time and twerk, okay. but also people were like, "Good for you!" Ooh. And I was like, "No!" <laughs> Are you saying there was a dance circle around you? I mean, it was at least a semicircle. <laughs> oh, I've been in that situation a and few it, times. It was late. It was late. Let's just say that. I, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, moving on. Um, um, we didn't yeah. call it twerking back then. We called it bump and grind. Um, or we didn't call it anything. We just did it. We didn't. I don't. I guess we didn't really have. I only too have much. some one thing to say. Oh no, I don't see nothing wrong with a little bump and grind. <laughs> I also heard recently that now in our age bracket, and perhaps that statement just validated it. Oh. Um, based on the song choice, you know, mm-hmm. and that we're familiar with mm-hmm. it, that we are now geriatric millennials. No. Mm-hmm. That's the term. No. You're technically a zennial. You're technically a zennial, which is right on the border of Gen X and millennial. Was it like 78 That's the to 81? Oldest. That's the oldest bracket of millennial. Now my bracket, about 32 to 36, I believe, or 37, is geriatric. That is not okay. Who did that? Gen Z. It's Gen Z. Those little. <laughs> Making us part our hair in the middle. But it does look good. I'm still wearing skinny jeans. I don't care. <laughs> look, I look way better in wide leg though. So I'm not mad about wide leg coming back in. I'm not mad about. I think you should be able to do either way and it's fine. It is fine. And they don't really care. What do they have beef with? Except maybe some of their influencers. They have beef with our style and that's it? Or is there something about know. our generation that's really in I, No, what skin? I think is millennial influencers start making up rumors that Gen Z is saying these things about millennials. 
Oh my gosh. That's what I think. That was really convoluted, like a really long pathway of what I just explained. But yeah. no, no, you understood. Yeah, oh, perfectly. Okay. Crystal. All right. I'm going to name you Crystal. <laughs> Crystal clear. Moving on. Um, are, this is just a, a, a random question. If you don't know listeners, again, this is the Sunflower Society podcast, or if you kind of flipped forward and, you know, haven't given us a follow on Instagram, Kara's at Glam Gourmet Home, and I'm at Spiritually Strategic. The other thing really quick, Kara, should we put the link to the wait list for the... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Identity healing. We're doing okay. it. Okay. Well, look below and just click on the link if you want. <laughs> We're not telling you yeah. what it is. It could be our OnlyFans page. You don't know. Or I don't know. <laughs> Should we tell the listeners about our OnlyFans page? We don't have an OnlyFans. <laughs> okay. Kara's just you off the rails with her Miller High life. Guess what? This is only number two. I am not, I'm nowhere near off the rails. Okay. All right. Well, you just made it sound like we have an OnlyFans page and we don't. No. <laughs> I, I was going to open up the conversation of, you know, if you had an OnlyFans page, what oh, would, what would that's you... where you were going. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's come back to that. Hang on a second. Oh, dang. But the link. I need a piece of paper. I'm going to yeah, yeah, it yeah. on my I'll thoughts. remember. Okay. The link. <laughs> so the link, though, below we are actually, Kara and I have been in a very intense study, believe it or not. Again, you wouldn't, if, you if, this is, <laughs> if this is your first encounter with us, we're so glad you're here. But typically, we are talking about very deep spiritual journey, uh, deconstructing our You're seeing the loose culture. easy version. Um, and typically, we have some great segments called Go Save Yourself or Petty Parlor. Just go be sure to go check out some of our previous episodes. Um, but we wanted to kind of let loose and do a special fun episode only for our podcast subscribers. Um, we do have a YouTube channel that's slowly but surely growing. Last last video, as we said. Got I think it. you already said this. Well, it's, I'm just reminding. You're bragging. It's a humble brag. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyways, check it out. We've been doing a very intensive study um, for weeks, and we are so excited to share what we've been building for you all with you. So just click on it, um, figure out uh, if you want to get on a wait list. All right, moving on. OnlyFans, your question. Okay. Snaps. If you were to have an OnlyFans, mm -hmm. what would your talent be? So also, do you want to explain what OnlyFans is oh, in case listeners yeah, don't know? I guess so. So OnlyFans started out as a platform for like um, adult entertainers, I guess. Yeah. Not yeah. just adult. I mean, there's a lot of celebrities on well, there. Well, now there is, but I think originally... It was for people who are adult entertainers. That could be that they do videos of themselves, pole dancing. Because there's it, so there's so much like um, exploitation that takes place with mm -hmm. some of these big like pornography mm -hmm. outlets or whatever. This was a space kind of like Patreon, where it's like subscribers only. Right, um, right. You pay a certain amount per month or per photo or video or whatever. So it's a way to be equitable in the. Um, the adult entertainment industry and for sex workers it was a way to be um kind of do their own thing without having like the control all the control yeah and them taking part yep. profits 
Yeah. So anyhow, so now it's turned into a platform for a lot of celebrities who have, you know, huge followings. They sometimes will put out more explicit content. It's not all explicit content. No, a lot of people's OnlyFans is just stuff that their fans don't get to see on Instagram. Right. So like if they're doing something special, like a lot of people, I think it's like a view into their personal life. It's like like some podcasters will do deleted scenes or deleted excerpts that they yeah. maybe didn't want to include because they it's, it's not mentioned just things all, that weren't. It's not just all people posing nude or sexy photos. There's it's it's exactly what the name means. Only fans. Yeah. So okay. So what would you now that they have background contact? Are you okay with sharing what what would be your idea? Um, I mean, I, I would have a lot of ideas. Okay. But the fir- one of the first ones that comes to mind, because I think you would capture two target audiences. And I'm a businesswoman. Yeah, I am. Well, at the, end of the, entrepreneurial. At the end of the day, mm-hmm. if you're doing something like that, I mean, yeah, you better be. So the best bang for my buck, no pun intended, um, <laughs> would be... <laughs> I would do videos of me doing things like little things around the house with my hands. So it could be a video of just my hands typing on my laptop. It could be a for video of my hands yeah. hand washing my dishes because I don't have a dishwasher. Um, Justine is a very voluptuous tall woman. She has very tiny little dainty hands. Yeah. And so probably that's somebody's cup of tea somewhere. Exactly. So that's one target market. As far as people who just like hands, but then yeah. also it would be humorous stuff. So people who are also into comedy and just get oh, a kick out of the so fact you that my like hands walk are so small. hands across the table. Yeah, do a little dance with Have them. Have them dress up with a little skirt on. Yeah. So I would not only pull in a crowd of people who maybe they're just really into hands, like how some people are really into feet. Yeah. Um, but then also people who just like to laugh and go, "What are the little hands doing today?" <laughs> I think anyway. people would subscribe. Another question you can voice memo <laughs> us, DM us, comment. Um, but please don't steal her idea. W- don't steal my OnlyFans idea. But <laughs> what would you want to see the little hands do? That's what I need to know. I love this idea. And how much would you pay to subscribe to that monthly? I would little hands out. <laughs> <laughs> love it i think you should do it actually i think you should do it you should get like little backgrounds for your hands oh i'll make them like little leg warmers like <laughs> little little finger warmers you could use barbie like clothing yeah. yeah oh yeah yeah yes okay don't steal her idea and then if i do like a music video it could be called little hands dances <laughs> Okay. I this is this is great. Invaluable, huh? Yeah. You asked the question. I love and now it. I love know. the answer. <laughs> okay. So I have two OnlyFans ideas. I'll share both of them because I probably will never do them. But one of them is me like baking bread, like kneading dough. Oh yeah. Um with those little hot dog fingers. Yeah. Maybe I would bend over Actually, once in a while. Like, they're more yeah. like sausages. Oh kidding. my gosh. <laughs> I'm kidding. 
Mine get like little uh, smoky links for breakfast. I have beautiful long fingers. Okay, go cool. on. Sorry, it fingers. was just it was a joke. okay. Anyways, um, yeah, I would do that. Maybe bend over once in a while, get a little cleave in there. I don't know. Maybe I would never oh. show my face. It, see the thing. Do is, I need to bleep that out? No. When it's you say fine. cleave, when you say cleave, I'll I'll put. <laughs> People can't hear that word. <laughs> Do people call it cleave? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I would do that, but I wouldn't show my face because I wouldn't want anybody to associate my cleavage with myself. So, okay. but I don't mind showing my cleavage. Sorry, I don't. Okay. Anyways, um, my number two idea is a little bit more off the rails, and I've told Justine, but for listeners, this might be a bit of a shock. Uh, I don't know if y'all have noticed. If you go over to our YouTube channel, you'll be able to maybe see it. I don't know. On a on a bad day, um, you can't see it. On a good day, it's very there. Um, but I have a a gap in my two front teeth. You could probably slide a credit card in between it at this point. It's it's closed up a little bit um, since I've gotten older, but I've never had braces. But anyways, my OnlyFans idea, since people are so into this ASMR. Um, mm-hmm journey uh asmr is like noises for listeners who don't know Mm -hmm. um i would i would put food in my mouth and then kind of like push it through my gap on my teeth so it'd be a noise thing plus a visual asmr i'll do an i'll do a modeling okay because if you if you haven't heard about that it's literally just people making noise into a sensitive microphone something like that well, so when I – yeah, when I looked into it, you and I actually have talked about this before. But if you're a person who, for example, like I, I think a lot of people enjoy massages or you have certain parts of your body that it makes you like tingly because it's it feels so good um, and you can feel it releasing tension in your body. But I guess some people experience that when they hear certain sounds. Yeah. I've, I, that's, that's not me personally. Same. Well, I can't say that. I guess would that qualify like a harp? A harp just makes me feel all. No. (laughs) All joyful. (laughs) Okay. But this would be an example. It would just be a video of me with something in my mouth. A can. Yeah. Long nails. Okay. Yeah. And then this is me. Ew. Like if you're sucking on Jolly Ranch or whatever. Anyways, so your channel would be all about just showing your teeth and pushing it. Mm. Putting like <laughs> jello and oh. I don't know. See, that grosses me out. Well, yeah, but some people are. Some just, people like it. You know? I guess it's kind of like when you it's touch like something. Niche. You touch something like uh, gap yeah. or goop. Yeah. And you're like, oh, it feels so yeah. gross. But then no, you can't have, take your hands off there's of it. YouTube channels of kids playing in slime, like mm-hmm. huge vats of slime and the noises it makes. Yeah. And, yeah. and my kids have like showed this to me and said, oh, so satisfying. <laughs> I said, satisfying well, was not really a word that you used to describe anything like before now. Before like, ASMR. Right. And we're back to square one. We're in the age of technology and humans haven't caught up because well anyways (laughs) uh well so that's that 
let us know in the comments, would you subscribe to any of those channels? Uh, probably not going to do them. I don't know, though. Little Hands is a great idea. I really just like came it. To me. I mean, I would produce it if you'd like. I can write the scripts. Um, For Little Hands? Yeah. Let's talk. Okay. I'll have your people call me. Yeah, I'm I'm available. I said that backwards. Um, I wouldn't tell your people <laughs> to call mine. <laughs> um, this was another random question I had. Who would you want to play you in a movie about your life? Ooh, mm-hmm. that's a mm-hmm. good one. You, ha- it, it has to be somebody who you think really embodies you, not only in looks, but Should like in their okay. essence. Got it. Only because a very cute boy in high school told me that I looked like this person. It's the, it's the first person that comes to mind. Okay. Um, Liv Tyler. Yes. I remember that. Mm-hmm. And I can see that. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. She has kind of my mopey spirit. Yeah. You're a little angsty. Yeah. You've always been that way. Mm-hmm. And I intend- you're a little you're very like uh, Carrie Bradshaw on yeah. Sex in the City. Yeah, I intend to remain that way oh. for the rest of my life. Okay, Kara Angsty Howard. <laughs> um. Okay. Um, what about you? I think I would have to go with. I, I would have to. I'm a lot of person, okay? okay. I'm, I'm a lot of a person. Are you I'm a multi- lot of a woman. Are you multiple person? I would have to, <laughs> I would have to melt together two people. Like I would have to combine oh. two people for them to actually, for a I think new. I think that's unethical. No. But just FYI. With artificial intelligence. <laughs> no. But no, what it would I would have to combine two, and it would have to be like if these two had a love child, okay, then yes. that's who I would want okay. to play me yeah. because I'm so much of a person. It requires one is, two. One is not <laughs> enough. Okay, I got it. <laughs> I'm really just kidding, listeners. For real, kind of. <laughs> She's not kidding. <laughs> no, you'll understand why. Okay, you watched Orange Is the New Black, right? Yeah. Um, one, one half is Dasha Polanco who played Dia or what's her name? Dia. I don't know. I didn't watch it that carefully. Oh, I love her. Dasha Polanco. 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 It's D-A. Oh, Dasha. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What? D-A-S-C-H-A. Okay, mm-hmm. there. Okay. Pull up the whole okay. picture, though. It's She's the body. She's Dominican. But it's the body. Okay. Yes? Mm-hmm. I have something else pulled up for next, so. I was looking at Kara's phone. Um, and then uh, Gina Peretti. Oh, okay. So I would I be a combo of Dasha Polanco yeah. and Gina yeah. Peretti. I could see that. Yeah. Um, You're not that mean, though. No, but I am snarky and I'm very witty. Yeah. She's fast. Yeah, she is. She, My favorite all-time line of hers on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Do you want to hear it? Yeah. I'm Gina Pratty. I'm the human form 
of the 100 emoji. (laughs) (laughs) I love her. (laughs) Okay. It's time for a dance break. I'm going to give a shout out to the Scissor Bros right now. Oh, wait. That's an ad. Hold on. Oh, that's that's not it. Why don't we have a premium account together? Why don't you use it? (laughs) I don't know. Hold on. One sec. Five more seconds, listeners. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. You didn't queue it up, though. We don't know what this is. Doesn't Will you... matter. Okay. It's just a dance break. Okay. No. Come on. <laughs> no. Hang on. Okay. I'm going to pause. We're okay. going to take a break, okay. listeners. One we'll second. be right back. my weakness men oh okay you you don't this is you don't know this song i do know that song oh okay you don't know a word for word no okay okay so i thought that you were i that you just wanted a song break yeah oh, okay well we're back listening we want to do a shout out to the scissor bros if you haven't checked them out um we found a new podcast <laughs> Wait, so are these two more crushes of famous no, podcasters? No, 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 I'm not. Or semi, no, semi-famous just, podcasters. I just like, think they're really funny. Well, you they're kind of remind me. Played that song. They kind of remind me. So you devoted that song to them, though. Yeah, they're like, dedicated. They do, a, they do a dance break every episode. Oh, that was my dance. You break. were dedicating the dance break. Yes. Okay, okay. They remind me of you and I. They do. Like in our true form. Stevie not, not our normal podcast form, but like our, you know. Mm. Like, you know. I'm always my true form. Who well, are you? An alien? Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, we're not usually this free and loose with the Here audience. we are full circle again. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, Anyways, it's called the Scissor Bros. It's hilarious because the name. It's hilarious because they're just like two of the most like kind-hearted, genuine Innocent. Well, they're not probably not that innocent, but I really love it. I think it's hilarious. <laughs> okay, you heard it here first. Scissor bros. Okay, with that being said. Oh, are you about to get serious? Um no. Okay, good. Excuse me. Oh, okay, this is a serious question. I think I asked you this before, actually, but I keep looking, like, I really want to know if other people, when they look at pictures of themselves, do, do they, do you, does everybody think that they keep, like, growing into their looks more every year? Oh, like, it, when like you do look we back get better at pictures? looking? Yeah. Or do you just get more comfortable with yourself? Ooh, that's a really good question. I think it's the comfort. Thank you. I think it's the comfort thing. You just learn to love yourself more. Mm-hmm. It's not that you actually get better looking with each year. I feel like if I looked at it, if I look at a picture of myself years ago, 
there are certain things that I think are better about me now. Like, I feel like my, my face filled out more. What, you got fillers? No. <laughs> natural. I'm kidding. All natural. <laughs> that 10,000 kilocalorie diet. I inject some chicken Just kidding. fat in Just my kidding. cheeks. I don't eat 10,000 calories a day. <laughs> so, so you... <laughs> What was your exact answer to the question? Which is it? Which is it? I think it's that you don't want to decide again, huh? Yeah. It's not one, but not necessarily not the other. I can't. Yeah, I can't decide. Why? Do you think you're better looking now than you used to be? Yeah, I do. Okay. I do. I think I keep getting better looking each year. But I think I think that about because, you, too. Because, like, my style and yeah. my looks, like, I've grown into my looks. I think I think that about you, too. And my Not style that I thought has you, evolved. Like, you were beautiful as a young, yeah. you know, lady, mm-hmm. but Some, you were. I mean, I was awkward. I think we learned to, like, I we was, learned I was, we, like, Princess Diaries beautiful, we, but not no. having a makeover. <laughs> we, we learned what we like more, and I think we learned to embody what we like mm-hmm. as we get older. And who we are. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, interesting indeed. Hmm. We told you all, we were, we're, we're doing some really deep work. Actually, legit, we are. I do so again, check of, out the link. I do comment. have a little bit deeper question. Well, we're talking about men today a little bit mm-hmm. in kind of a fun way. Mm-hmm. Um, let's get a little bit more serious because, like, I have been thinking a lot lately about like of the type of man that I have been attracted to mm. in my life. Jeff Goldblum? Well, not just Jeff Goldblum. Andrew but, Santino. I mean, not just. <laughs> but like I was thinking there's this whole push for um, getting rid of like toxic masculine energy, mm-hmm. essentially. Yeah. Toxic masculinity. Oh, okay. Toxic masculinity. And so, but there is a small part of me that, like, kind of likes that a little bit. Do you feel ever, like, as far as, You like, like toxic masculinity? As far as, like, a strong, powerful, like, dominating man. Like, is that okay to say? Yes, it's okay for me to say that. <clears throat> She certainly has a type. Oh, my <laughs> That sounded like a reality like, show. Like, okay, we're going to catch Let me be real. Let me be real for a second here. Because I was okay. thinking about, like, I have tried, like, in the past, I tried to date guys. I'm happily married. Like, it's going to be 14 years in July. I'm very happily married. I, I was there. I love my man. I was there. It happened. He's <laughs> He's beautiful. He's gorgeous. He's everything. Um, but, God. <laughs> but the, like I have, I dated quite a bit before I met my husband, just he's rolling your eyeballs. And I always like, I tried to date men that were more like soft and like not super aggressive and just kind of like mild or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I, I just found myself not super attracted i'm not saying my husband is like a an ego monster or anything crazy like that like my husband is a very loving man but Mm -hmm. there's an energy of like 
that aggressiveness there that some women I feel like might get, I don't know, might feel like that's toxic. Hmm. Do you feel like there's sort of this dichotomy? Because like as women, some of us, like we don't want the... I think before you would go further or for me to even answer accurately, we would have to actually have a common definition of toxic masculinity. Right, right. Because I might be thinking of it like, oh, yeah, I have to carry a gun and, you know, like things that are associated with quote unquote being macho. But I don't even actually like when people throw around terms often, I think. And listeners, I'll say this because my body of research is focused on cultural psychology and cultural neuroscience. But when people are talking about culturally based words that are reflective of cultural norms, like often we don't have shared definitions Mm. or shared language. And so we're both throwing these words around. But you might be thinking, oh, yeah, toxic masculinity means uh, men who abuse their wives. Right. And I might be thinking toxic masculinity is when well, somebody whistles husband, at me or yeah, something. Or, or my husband thinks I should do all the laundry right. because I'm the wife. Right. Those are two very polar opposite yep. extremes on a spectrum. So I think you would almost have to go through and define, like, what are the attributes that make somebody exude toxic masculinity? So some, I just feel like there's a lot of advocacy for different, like, minoritized groups going on right now. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there's a lot of emphasis on um, men and women and, like, kind of our roles and how we are in society. And for me, it's, like, a complicated thing to say, like, I have two boys that I'm raising mm-hmm. and a daughter. And it's hard for me to, like, there are inherent things in their personality like that I have not taught them, my husband has not taught them, that is just who they are. But it's not like because we've taught them to be a specific way in their masculinity. Um, like I'll say one of my sons, I feel like is more gentle yeah. in a lot of ways yeah. than my other son is, more intuitive and more like emotions based. Yeah. And then my other son, but I still think of him, like I look at him and I I would classify his general like aura as masculine. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And my other son is just not that way. Like he's more like closed off a little bit, less emotional. Yeah. Prone to more like anger, I guess, over, you know, like feeling like raw, sad emotions or whatever. But my point is, as we're having these conversations, and I think this is a really good way to like wrap up we, we kind of got really goofy in the beginning. Oh, yeah. But we want to always leave you with something valuable to think about. Um, so as we're looking at, like, what our society is going through right now, how do we, like, kind of come back onto the same page? We talked a lot about, like, men in this episode. Mm-hmm, we're mm-hmm. two heterosexual women. Um, and how do we come back to a place where we can – understand that there are more than two ways to think about things. Right. Right. Or even get to, I guess maybe we never were in that place before because I think this whole conversation, I'm thinking like, Oh my gosh, like, is this going to offend somebody? Is this going to make somebody feel like we're not being feminist in our, our way of speaking or like, I don't know, like you, like there are definitely people who could listen to this and be like, Oh, well they're just like, 
and self-hating or what whatever or maybe maybe not fully like evolved in our way of thinking about ourselves as women i don't oh. know what would we have said that somebody would think that I'm trying to. I don't know. Even back. talking, like I think there's pe- like legit people out there that would say the fact that we're talking about the way other people look. Oh, is, is like is, is really shallow. And not shallow, but like is offensive, diminishing or offensive. In oh, a way. because because we just like <sighs> that's interesting. Yeah, no, you're you're not wrong. I mean, hmm. Well, that's okay. I mean, are you just gonna say you don't know? Yeah, I don't know. I, don't, I mean, what what is there to say to that? Sure, I'm sure some people have that opinion. I, but I, I don't know. Everybody has their own opinions about things. Um, so, like, I've heard comedians talking about this quite a bit lately. How do we get back to a point as a society where we can openly laugh about things? Right, 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 right. Make fun of ourselves a little bit. Right. Like have yeah, I've an heard, opinion I've heard that's same. different from not in a way like we should never be having beliefs or holding opinions that hurt ourselves or hurt other people. But right. like, right. I don't know. It's hard to know like where the lines are because I feel like the parameters to things change so often and like it's a different, it's a different goalpost. Like, People yeah. are moving. Yeah. Yep. I don't know. Oh, man. We just don't I know. I don't know. I think, but this is why it's good to have these conversations about um, beliefs and have people within your closer circle, right? That, and I, I've encountered a lot of people, especially in the past year and a half, actually, really last few years, that. It's just, there are a lot of people that you find they don't want to go deeper Hmm. in conversation. Do you think it's like painful? I think it can be painful. I think it can be really scary for some people to actually share their deepest beliefs um, because- Is it the fear of judgment, do you think? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's the fear of judgment. I think it's also- I think usually when somebody's afraid to share their their deeply held beliefs, they haven't actually examined them fully themselves. I've been thinking, I mean, I think for the last year and a half for myself, I started sharing in a way that I was putting a lot out there of myself that was true about what I believe, which doesn't matter to anybody, really. You know, it right. doesn't matter to anybody it sometimes validates other people's opinions in certain ways, but it doesn't matter to anybody. But what I found was the more that I shared, the more I forced myself to like process why I think the way that I think. And then I also found that I was never like, there was never, there was a point where I wasn't even, I wasn't afraid to share what I really thought because it didn't matter. There were going to be people that agreed with me and there were going to be people that disagree with me. And it didn't matter what day it was. Like that was always going to be the case or what I was saying. It was always going to be the case. Like I could go outside and have a different interpretation of what it looks like right now. And someone will say, well, that's not what I see. Like I think it's a little bit cloudy today, but 
Justine might go outside and think it's like perfect. <laughs> this is a trite example. Yeah. But yeah, what I'm saying is, I don't know. I feel like it's been a rough like year and a half. And yeah. I I hope that you guys take advantage of um, the upcoming stuff that we're going to be putting out. It's kind of a capsule of a, a time capsule of the journey mm-hmm. that we've been on over the past year and a half. Yeah. Both as individuals and a company. Um, and I think it will be valuable for people to kind of see that process and from start to finish kind of, um, it's, it's hard to say without saying yeah, yeah. <laughs> what the course is, um, but it's going to be some really beautiful inner work that um, gets us more comfortable with communicating. I, I have a lot of people that I disagree with things about right now politically, but I am, I look at them and I love them. And mm-hmm. it doesn't really matter um, to a degree. Like it's hurtful sometimes when we have differences uh, that hurt, you know, in general. Um, but I I always have to see like I have to really examine the good that I'm seeing and really try to like I'm really inspired right now to try to teach people around me how to love themselves, which has always been our big message, but also how to lovingly communicate with each other because that's something that I've struggled with over the years, knowing how to express myself in a loving way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think it's something as we are at like a pivotal moment in our history. And I, I think many of you listeners, no matter where you're at in the political spectrum, you will all agree that um, we're at a very pivotal moment and we yeah. have to choose unity or um, we choose to be divided. And well, and I also say we can't get to unity unless we are willing to wade through the discomfort. And it's uncomfortable and, for all of us. Yeah, it's in, unless you're willing to really self examine and work through emotions, work through fears and pains and, um, and blocks that we're experiencing ultimately, or that things we pushed down so deep from childhood and really buried a lot of who we are. How do we really get that to come back out again? How do we, how do we tap into the art of really getting to know you? Um, And I think there's been, you know, there's so many people and especially it's heightened from the past few years because you're inundated with people telling you, what you should believe, how you should dress, how you should look, how you should be. This is acceptable. This isn't acceptable. Instead of, are you sitting with your thoughts? Are you really getting back, tapping into your identity and healing it, so to speak? Um, so that's what the link below is all about that. So check it out. But um, that's really what we've been diving into a lot of really during this time for the past year and a half. And we are just excited to share our learnings with you. Yeah. Well, that took a turn. We went from super silly and really showing our wild sides to, um, well, you got to see more of who we are. So you can see part of our identity healing, huh? <laughs> um, but we love you all. Hey. 
Hey listeners, thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Sunflower Society podcast. To learn more about Kara and I and Spiritually Strategic Co., our company together, you can visit spirituallystrategic.com. And of course, if you found value in this episode, feel free to pass it along to a friend. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite platform and leave us a review on Apple. All right. We hope that you have a wonderful week.